Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're back and hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Of course, it is time for your listener questions. Pam and Ricky join me and we get some great questions today. We have a listener who's surprising her daughter, seven-year-old daughter, with a last-minute trip down to Walt Disney World here in a couple of weeks. We give her some ideas to plus that trip to make it one to never forget. We also have a wife who's looking to win her husband over who's not the biggest Disney fan, and she needs ideas for the perfect old-fashioned. Where can we find that? We give some ideas, but we need some from you. So if you have some, at Mike Twitter, Instagram, let me know so we can share that. We also have a discussion on the split stay. Is it a good idea in all situations? We talk about that, and we talk about booking onboard activities with Disney Cruise Line, among other things. So strap in, lots of fun Disney talk coming your way on today's show. As always, don't forget our podcast is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan the next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Vacation for no additional cost to you. All the details are over there at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link as you do that shopping this holiday season. It supports everything we do throughout the year. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons. You guys make all this possible. So a huge, huge thank you to you. If you'd like to support us starting at just $5 a month, we'd love to have you. And you'll get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. Coming over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2397 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope everybody is doing well and settling into a full work week. I know it's a terrible thing. What's going on? It's a, it's a rough stretch. And to all the teachers, let me just give you some advice. Just buckle in, hang in there. This is that stretch between Thanksgiving and Christmas. It, You know, really, this was one of my favorite times of the year back when I was teaching sixth grade because it was wild. Every single day was kind of go to school. Your hair was on fire. You never knew what this day was going to bring. Could be a fight. Could be a canned food drive. Could be the, the, the music teacher comes in and takes your kids for three hours because they need extra rehearsal for the for the big musical that's going to happen a week before Christmas break. You just you never knew. It was great, but you always had something going on. I always had my Charlie Brown Christmas tree in my classroom. I was always playing Christmas music in my in my room during the, the break times. So it was always an exciting time for the teachers. But man, I'm telling you what, this was just one of those times where you just... You know, you, you survive in advance, as they say in sports. You just get one day closer to break, and that's what we're all doing in all wor- works of life. You know, we're going to get there to uh, to the Christmas holiday, and hopefully you had all that bird, and I'm, you know, still finishing up the bird. I think I have one last sandwich, and uh, then we'll be into the holiday season here. So hopefully you're doing well. I had a great Thanksgiving. We're back, and we're going to be answering your listener questions. So joining us, she's returned from Mid-Mo, Jefferson City area. Out there in God's country, we have Ricky from the mouseforless.com. What's up, Ricky? Hey, everybody. Yeah, I went back home to St. Louis and we had our first 
a lot of firsts with Lucy. So that was exciting. She had her first and second plane trip. Uh, she had her first experience with Thanksgiving dinner. She adored Thanksgiving dinner. Oh my goodness. She ate so much mashed potatoes and stuffing and uh, let's see what else did she eat. Uh, sweet potatoes and green bean casserole. So she ate a ton of food and she met her great grandmother, her, some of her aunts, uh, and some of her cousins and she just had a, a great time. So, uh, we, we survived it, which was fantastic. So that was good. That was really good. I'm happy to say we survived our first trip to St. Louis of probably many, definitely many for sure. So what did you learn? Give us one hot tip for traveling, not only with a toddler, but also, well, with, but also with the, the world's ugliest dog. Uh, yes, I did have the dog. Uh, she was with me. I know you think she's ugly. Uh, well, I mean, she, she looks like here. this. She does. She has so her there. teeth. She's definitely got an underbite <laughs> and it sticks out for sure. She, uh, she was drugged. So, uh, she, yeah, that's okay. That's okay. The first time my, my, what I called the return to flight, that one, uh, wine and dine about nine years ago, eight years ago. Now I was drugged. It was called a few margaritas, but, uh, same thing for her. It was actual drugs. (laughs) She did great. Uh, one thing we did learn about traveling with an infant is we actually Pam, I utilized a tool that you use packing cubes. They were so perfect. I made sure and packed. Her pajamas in one packing cube, her clothes in another, and and just made sure, like, any incidentals. So I packed, obviously, you know, Tylenol, and I packed uh, Orogel because she's kind of teething now. And I packed gas drops, and I packed her thermometer, you know, anything that I thought, okay, these are things that I definitely may need. So that was good. The one thing I did learn, though, is I definitely need to, because I packed a whole entire can of formula. On the way there, it was great because the formula was unopened. On the way back, we had a tiny, not so tiny explosion of formula all over the suitcase. Looked like we were smuggling something that wasn't formula. So, sweet. <laughs> Brian got the Promise. pat down. Promise it was formula. Uh, yeah, so not, not, not the best move on my part. <laughs> Definitely learned a lesson on that. Make sure you put the formula in a plastic bag before you pack it so there's there's my lesson for the day don't pack an open formula whoops <laughs> and you know what gas drops those are probably a good idea for anybody flying on southwest this is quick. true actually not gonna lie anybody <laughs> should have gas drops. and i actually did have to give them to her one time because one night because i thought she had like a little bit of tummy issue because she was just not happy that night but she she gets so great i'm not gonna lie like she was a fantastic fantastic baby so she was she was good that's awesome i might keep those on hand and uh just just in case yeah you should get yourself gas drops as well just to offer those to uh seatmates you know because like i fly solo you you know and be like hey uh you know here just in case you might need these because uh i don't know it's not so fresh in here anymore it was funny though because on the the flight out this the flight wasn't full and so we had, you know, me and Brian were sitting next to each other. I sat next to the window and he sat in the middle seat. And so the empty seat was empty. And so this guy came back. We always sit in the back of the plane. This guy came back 
And he was like, "Oh, cool!" And I'll see. And then he saw the baby, and he quickly turned around. And was like, like "Never yeah, mind, dude. Oh <laughs> my! Oh yeah, dude, that's like nope, no, not playing no. that game. No, nope. we obviously had our three seats all alone that time, which was great. Uh, so that was fantastic that he. I, it was like literally a one eighty two. He's like, "Nope, never mind." <laughs> <laughs> that was the right call. That's what I'd have done. Okay. Also joining us, we have the coder, the magic for less travel, and Pam Forrester. And speaking of drugged, Pam. I mean, what? we all, no, 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 Pam's not, but I just wanted to say, I mean, you probably saw this, uh, Pam's not, uh, but, uh, Disneyland, uh, it's a small oh, yes. world. Uh, apparently, uh, this is an interactive, uh, attraction apparently nowadays. We saw a little too much of somebody, yeah. didn't we? Yes. Uh, what, yes. what is going on in fantasy land in California, man? I don't know. I don't know. The whole thing makes me feel a little weird because I feel like there's a lot more going on behind the scenes that. Yeah, I I don't want to know about or whatever. I mean, so I'm excited to go out there in January, but I might bring blinders because uh, that's a cool attraction. Please wear pants. I'm just saying, just continue. I mean, to wear I, pants I'm gonna wear my. I'm, it's a small world. I'm planning on wearing my medal, you know, for sure. Yeah, you know, because wear pants with the medal. I'm just saying, <laughs> please, please, dear God. What's up, Pam? You guys have a good Thanksgiving. We did. It was it was sort of a quiet Thanksgiving for us, but it was good. I mean, it was, you know, I think we needed that. I feel like we've traveled a lot this year. It was good to just be at home for a little bit and to, you know, just sort of get ready and prepare for the rest of the season for sure. It is a good time of the year. We're definitely into holiday season, though, now. Can you believe Christmas? We've got the Christmas I like lights the frame. and the video feed. Yes, I like yeah, it. I mean, it's the easiest Christmas lights to hang. You click a button. Right. Boom. Love it. Got the Christmas tree here in the studio, though. The ceramic Christmas tree. I love I love my retro decorations. I'm loving that I have a podcast studio to decorate. It's awesome. All right. First question of the day comes from Emily. And if you have questions and you're here on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Twitch, drop them in the comments. Emily says, hey, Mike and crew, hope you all are doing well. And it says last minute mother-daughter trip question. So here we go. I recently got an annual pass and I've been trying to squeeze in a little trip be before the end of the year. Luckily, I found pretty good flights for December 15th to the 18th from New Jersey. So just a few weeks away, I've decided to do a surprise trip for my seven-year-old daughter. I'm going to take her out of school early and throw on a pair of ears until we're going to Disney World right now. I'm, I'm so excited because I've always wanted to do this kind of trip. Anyway, looking for some advice on a little extra fun slash Disney magic as a mother-daughter trip. I was able to snag a meal at Akershus, and I did get a Fantasmic dining package with Hollywood and Vine. Any other suggestions on how to make the trip extra special for my little girl? We've also never been during the holidays, so excited to see the resort decorations. We'll be in the parks for two days with park hoppers. Thanks so much. Happy holidays to you and the crew, Emily. How about this, man? Her daughter. Hey, boom, we're going to Walt Disney World. First of all, videotape this because you're going to have this memory forever. Have that camera roll when you surprise her. That's step one. But what, what else, Ricky? Give some suggestions. So honestly, one of the my favorite things that Brian and I did last year was at Epcot and it was the, the cookie stroll. So I want to suggest doing that because it's a special holiday thing that you can do this time of year. And it was really so much fun. Brian and I had a blast doing the cookie stroll. So what you do is there's a different, uh, there's different cookie, like you get the, the uh, passport uh, for the festival and they have the cookie stroll listed in the back of the passport. 
And there's different cookies that you can get. You have to get five different cookies at the different booths uh, throughout the world showcase countries and the other countries or the other areas where they sell the cookies as well. I think there's some in the um, Sunshine Seasons and I think there's one in Connections Cafe. So you can get the cookies anywhere, whatever cookie kind of appeals to you. But you have to do five of them. And then when you get all five, you go to uh, one location that's listed in the back of the passport and you can get your completer cookie. And that is a special cookie that is this year themed after the new, new movie Wish. So it's the, that's the star, whatever. I, I don't, I haven't seen the movie yet, so I don't know what that character's name actually is. I don't know. I think know it's star just star. What. Yeah, I was hoping no, it was star. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, somebody will tell me, I'm sure. And so it's in the, it's in the shape and form of that star. And so that's kind of a cool little experience to get to do. The other fun thing that you can do that's also at Epcot and it's like a, a scavenger hunt is the, um, it's the Chippendale holiday or it's no, it used to be Chippendale. It's uh, Olaf and you find the different um, holiday. Uh, uh, it's like a, a scavenger hunt. You find the different holiday decorations that he has in each different country. And that's a lot of fun as well. We, we enjoyed doing that. We, we did it a few years ago with Easter and hunt and Brian absolutely adored it. He talks about it all the time. So, and he's, you know, a 40 plus year old man. So I'm pretty sure your daughter will enjoy it as well. Oh, yeah. seven, <laughs> so, year, seven year old, that'd be right in, in their wheelhouse. Exactly. That'd be, it, it's something you could do together. Like that's something totally that's exactly to do right. together. And it's, that's cool. It's a really, it's a minimal cost for that. Uh, it's like uh, $7.99, $8.99 or something like that. I know the cost goes up uh, each year. Uh, but this year, the prize, when you find all of the different, and, and sh if you don't want to spoil, go ahead, just a few seconds. But the prize hey this year hey is hey uh, hey frozen hey cookie cutters, oh, which are really cool. Okay. Go I'm ahead. sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. I was going to bleep yeah, you out there, but you just... Okay, you missed ahead. it. Yeah. You missed it. No. So, that's a, it's a really cool thing, though. I think that the prize is a really unique thing this year. So, I'm going to suggest doing, that, doing those two things. I think they're both really fun. Is the prize not that you get to eat all these cookies? I mean, come on. Well, now. that's that's for the other. <laughs> that's for the other scavenger I mean, hunt, the cookie stroll. And if you that just want to get to just do the stroll and don't eat the cookies, I mean, just email me. You got my email address. I'll send you my physical address, and you can just email. You can mail me the you cookies. Can email you can mail you the cookies. Okay, I'm kind I like of an unofficial cookie monster up here. If in anybody Saint wants to mail me the cookies, I will. No, take them and out. I the completer cookie, I'll destroy too. So yes. I, no yes. problem there. I like this idea, Ricky. I like it. Interactive, working together, making memories, good stuff. Pam, mother-daughter suggestion. So we always suggest this for any kind of trip that you really want to remember, and that's the memory maker. And I will always, always suggest it for any kind of um, special trip like this. But I think one of the other things um, that you'll want to do, especially because you're touring over the holidays is to, of course, visit those awesome resorts. Mm -hmm. um, they, are, I mean, it's just, I, it's absolutely one of my favorite things to do with the holidays. It really, truly is. And so the best way to do this, I feel, is to go ahead and you'll go to the Magic Kingdom. Then you'll walk over to the Contemporary, check out the Contemporary decorations there. First of all, I want to, I want to start this at the very beginning. Disney is beyond strict about parking right now. Yep. Literally, it, it. I have never seen it like yeah. this before in the entirety of my visiting there. So it's a lot. If, if you don't have a reservation at the resort, you're never going to. You be mean able you to park can't there. use the Obi Wan, uh, the Jedi no. move anymore? No, this, uh, no. I, I will park here. It's gone. It's gone. I have. All right. So pass. <laughs> I know. So back to my way of doing this. Okay. Go to the Magic Kingdom walk over to the contemporary 
see the stuff there. Make sure you stop by the gingerbread um, there on the fourth floor and buy a cookie or some kind of sweet thing because they're fantastic. Then you're going to take the monorail and visit the other resorts on the monorail loop, the Polynesian and the Grand Floridian. Go back to the contemporary. Get, I'll get a gingerbread shingle. At the, get, yeah. We're, at we're, the all, about eating, we're yeah. all about eating cookies at this point. I mean, 100%. destroying yes. cookies. This is the season for eating cookies, I think. Can you tell yes. I'm hungry? Yeah, I'm, absolutely. I need, I need season a cookie. Oh, that's it. I'm getting on my Crumble app right now because Crumble's right. right across the street. I'm ordering a four-pack. As we're, <laughs> there as we're you doing. go. Okay, keep going because i got to order my pack. Um, so once you get back to the contemporary, you're going to take the newly reopened <laughs> boat ride from the contemporary over to the Wilderness Lodge because it's back. Then you can go back to the contemporary. That's how you see all the ones on the Magic Kingdom loop. If you want to do the Epcot loop, um, just go ahead and walk out of Epcot. You can see Yacht and Beach and also Boardwalk. And then you can take the Skyliner over to see the Riviera and Caribbean Beach too. And you've hit just about all of them there. There's a few more. Um, Animal Kingdom Lodge, I think, is spectacular. The rest of the moderates are great too. And also the value resorts have um, decorations that are in keeping with their theme. So, um, but it's fun. I mean, it's really a fun, fun way to Absolutely. just tour. And, and the only thing I would suggest is maybe look at taking, this is kind of an inexpensive thing as well. The, the, the horse drawn carriage ride over at Fort wilderness. That's pretty cheap. Mm -hmm. You could probably still book that. That might be a group thing. It's kind of a bigger carriage. They take you around. There's a lot of decorations there. That's fun. And also, you might want to go over to Riverside. They have a horse-drawn carriage around there and just take that in. That's kind of fun. You can take a boat from Disney Springs. You can make a, like a Disney Springs night boat down the Sasagula, ride the horse. Horses are fun. I mean, especially if you're from New Jersey, you probably never see horses. I don't know. I mean, I'm from Missouri. We see horses all the time. <clears throat> Who knows? Uh, Patricia's got a question here live. She's on Facebook. Thanks for joining us tonight. Kind of a similar question. A lot of the suggestions are the same. Hey, Mike, Pam, and Ricky, we have a trip to Disney in two and a half weeks to enjoy the holiday season at Disney. What would be the top three must-do-or-see things across the parks or resorts? We're going to Mickey's Christmas party and excited for the Christmas season. So a lot of those things we just said, especially visiting the resorts, doing what Ricky just said. I love that wagon ride over at Fort Wilderness. Another thing I would say is Disney Springs. I saw pictures today of Jock Lindsay's hangar bar, for example. Oh, yeah. oh my God, it looks awesome. Like it's transformed for Christmas. So go well, explore those kind of nooks and crannies of Disney Springs. Don't discount again, the Again, you have, you have the, the Christmas tree stroll, which yep, is, again, another too. scavenger hunt. I did that this year, and it's so much fun because you go through all of Disney Springs and you get to find all the different Christmas trees and uh they have a map and you can you know put the the sticker on the corresponding spot where the tree is it's a, the map's a little wonky i have to admit like i was looking at the map going that's not where this tree is but i found you know i did a good enough job for it and then you take it and you get a a, a prize and i use that in quotes uh it's a button uh but it's still a prize uh for completing it all so that's a lot of fun as well uh and tim in the chat is suggesting something that's fantastic which is the merry menagerie which is at disney's animal kingdom if you've never seen the Merry Menagerie, it's so cool. It's these puppets that uh, they're only at Disney's Animal Kingdom, and they have these these um, handlers for the puppets, and they do such an amazing job of making you feel like these puppets are are real. I mean, they look like different animals. So you've got seals, penguins, bears. I mean, some are lar are life size animals like the bears. And they are they do such a fantastic job with these. So I would highly suggest 
Animal Kingdom. I know a lot of people don't think about that park for, for the holidays, uh, but they do a really great job. Um, it's all very unique stuff, so it's all very themed towards, you know, the, the different countries that um, are represented. So that's really cool as well. So I'm going to, I'm going to highly suggest that you, and, and oh my gosh, Dianeland USA is completely decked out. It is, or I guess I should say ducked out because it's all themed after Donald Duck and the fact that dinosaurs are connected to ducks. That's, that's I don't know. Such, but the that's next such a weird are, thing to me. That is so I know, weird. I know, that's but whack. the decorations are next level. So that is really cool too. So I'm going to suggest to go check out Animal Kingdom because they actually, and they have the the flotillas as well which are really unique uh for disney's animal kingdom and they have the characters that float by they have santa claus that floats by um which is again something that's really cool and this year it's new this year i don't know if you saw that but the yeti will actually chase you uh right Stop. into that that lagoon where the rivers of light used to take place and like you have to chisel with your little pickaxe until you're on this iceberg and you're out there with like a, a reindeer and like uh, a kid that wants to be a dentist stop <laughs> yeah yukon cornelius is out there right there with you oh, i knew there was something coming then, they pull, I knew then, there was something then you gotta pull his teeth out and everything and then he goes back and he doesn't he doesn't move and he just kind of like flash a light at him and it's all stop. sad again yeah, and that's it anyway diana's got a question here in the uh, chat thanks tim for the mary menagerie i was leaving that in there to see if ricky could pronounce it so she did i she can passes. yes yep menagerie. All right, it's like a star when I used to teach. Uh, Aloha, Pam, Ricky, Mike, and Scott. I hope you all are well. I had a Disney Cruise Line question for you. My family and I will be sailing on the Disney Wish this spring, and we're beyond excited for it. I really want to schedule a time for my four-year-old niece at Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Ideally, we'd love for her appointment to be on the same day that we dine in Arendelle. Since my husband and I have sailed with Disney Cruise Line once before, I believe we can book this experience 90 days out. Am I correct on this? If so, is there a way to know that far in advance which night we'll dine in each restaurant? Or do we not know the exact order until embarkation day? I welcome any suggestions you have on this. I know she would be over the moon to be dressed as Queen Elsa while dining with Elsa and the rest of the gang. Thanks so much, and thanks for all you do. I don't know what I would do without this podcast. Thanks, Diana. There, thanks, Diana. But thanks, Diana too. That's awesome. I don't know what we'd do without you, Diana. That's just uh, that kind of makes my day. So, Pam, walk her through this experience with Book and Bibbidi Bobbidi. They're they're going to be silver Castaway Club members at this point. And I, I would just say one thing: get your arms all set because when you're in Arendelle, man, it's a it's an aerobic at the dinner. You'll be sweating. It's it's no kidding, man. It's interactive. But go ahead. It is. <laughs> so while you can request a certain night for, um, you know, a certain dining rotation, nothing like that's really guaranteed. And you typically find out when you get on the ship. Um, that's just how it goes. So that part is a little challenging in that space to sort of schedule it there um, during that. I will say, even though, um, you know, you may not know in advance, you can book something and then try to change it when you get on board. Um, that's something that you could always do. Try to change the day or though, but I'll be honest and say that uh, those appointments typically go fairly fast. Uh, they're popular. So if you're able to get anything, I think I'd just keep it either way. And if you're going and you're going to go through the whole experience, uh, unless you're going to like Castaway Key 
on that day where all the hair stuff will be ruined because of the ocean. Um, you may be able to keep it. The least you could do though is just, uh, you know, if you're planning on buying the dress and doing all that, you can do that too. Now you're right in that you can make reservations for um, most onboard activities and that's dependent upon your castaway club level. Um, and since you've sailed once, you'll be a silver castaway club member. So you'll have that ability to do that. You will be able to make them early. Regular guests uh, can typically make them 75 days in advance and 90 days, you're right. And the thing to know is those reservations actually open up at midnight. So as Eastern. the clock Eastern. right, Eastern, right. As the clock strikes midnight on that, um, on that day that you can do it 90 days in advance, you'll want to be on at midnight to see if you can get them there. The other thing to know is if you are not able to get anything, any onboard activity or dining reservation or anything via the online system, as soon as you get on the ship, see if there's any, see if you can do anything. They sometimes hold things back. They sometimes have cancellations. They sometimes just have extra availability. Don't give up hope. And finally, my suggestion for any of this is your cruise is going to be fantastic. Even if you book no extra things, even if you book nothing on board, take advantage of no organized activity. Um, do nothing other than main dining or not even do main dining, eat by the pool every night you're still going to have a fantastic time. And I know that there's a lot of hype about all these different things, but just go and enjoy. That's going to be the best time. Sign me up. I'm ready uh, without right. anything else. Uh, let's go. Put me, put me in an inside. I'm, let's rock. Let's go. I know. Agreed. <clears throat> inside guarantee. Let's rock. I don't care. I'm on the ship. Okay. Right. <laughs> hey, Diana, she's in the uh, chat here. Uh, let's see. we got a question from Christy. I'm just going to hold this. It's covering Pam. But I'm just going to pop it up real quick while I read it. Hey, Mike, Pam, and Ricky. My friend and I are flying in from Canada on December 31st for our first girls trip and run Disney event. We have reservations for Epcot that day, but probably won't get there until 7 p.m. or so. We have reservations at the Rose and Crown at 8.30. Will we be allowed in even if the park's park is at capacity? Do our reservations guarantee us entrance? Thanks for all you do. Love the podcast so much. Christy, we love you so much, and we love Canada. Yes, we do love Canada. You have a beautiful national anthem, by the way. I've always loved it. Um, yeah, that's what park reservations are about. If you have a park reservation, you're guaranteed entry. I mean, that's they, they're not going to give the more. dining reservation won't, but the no, park but the park reservation. reservation I mean, that's yes. what park reservations are. I mean, they, they're 100%. not going to do more park reservations that people can go in. That's what they are. Yeah, so you're good. Yep. Yeah. That's the beauty, but they are yes, you'll be able to do that until January 9th. Yes, I know. So, what do we think that they're going to do away with park reservations for like AP holders eventually? I hope so. Come on now, I hope so. We're like it's second just, class citizens, what I got to make park reservations? Come on now, it's just such a pain. It so, is. I really hope so. Uh, you want no secret? Scott makes all mine, yeah, I know he does. I just tell my password. Because the thing is, like, when you got a friend that because he's always on it way before me, I'm like, dude, I'm doing this all day. I don't know where I'm going to be, but he's like, oh, you know, we're going to he's always changing stuff on me, right? I love Scott because he's like always like he's got this like Doctor Evil plan for like every trip that we do, and I love it because we always have fun. He's always got. He, I'd like to see his like brain in his spreadsheet because we always have so much fun. But I don't think about my trips as much as he thinks about our trips, and so I'm always like, dude. 
here's my password. Just make just make a match whatever you got. Like you, I don't care where we eat, wherever you pick, it's gonna be awesome. And wherever park we go to that day, we're gonna have fun. And so I get surprised every day. It's like Christmas every day on my vacation. It's awesome. He's he's good like that. All right. Speaking of Scott, he's not here today, but here we have a question that actually he'd be really good at. But Pam, you might act. Ricky, you're not going to be any good. Okay, on this one. So I'm not tap, good at it. It's probably about drinking. It is. Tap out yeah, on okay, this got one. Yeah, got it, got it, got it, got it. we're going to crowdsource this one, so we may follow up next week with some good answers for this one. So everybody listen up. Mandy says, and she's from Franklin, Tennessee. She says, hey, guys. And actually, this is a good question for somebody coming from Tennessee, by the way. I think y'all have discussed this before, but where is your favorite in-park old-fashioned and or somewhere we can get a good bourbon cocktail? My husband is a big bourbon guy, and I'm trying to win him over on our next trip next week, as he is not a big fan of Disney. He's not a big Disney fan, as the rest of our family. Thanks. So she's trying to get him a good old fashioned or a bourbon drink. Pam, where would you say? There's lots of places that have them right now, um, because old the old fashioned has grown in popularity for yeah. sure. Um, I will tell you one of the places that I know my husband likes uh, the best is not in park, but at Enchanted Rose. Um, I think that uh, it has a great, it has different kinds of, um, you know, liquor you can put into it. They have a seasonal one. Um, it's it's a good one. Also um, at Ale and Compass, he likes the one there. I do know at Space 220, they have a gold, good old fashioned. That's something to think about. Um, I'm trying to think in park is what makes it more challenging um, than that. Cause usually they're at the restaurants. Jock Lindsay's I think actually has a good one. Yes. And Polite Pig does too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, they do. They do. But it's just like thinking of places in park. I'm not that great at. I'm so. trying to think of somewhere in the studios that would have one. You think. You just gotta I, check. I guess you just check the menus. And I would think Brown Derby <laughs> Lounge would have one, probably. Yeah. Um, Epcot, yeah. though, where would there be? You mentioned Space 220 would have one. Space 220 does have one. Um, so we're definitely going to crowdsource this. And Sunday night, I'll ask Scott when we have the live call-in show, because he'd probably know. Because he sure. always takes the picture. If you follow Scott... Like he always takes like the picture of the like the menu with the fancy drink with there. the drink, yeah, right? He's good at that. Like it's his little Instagram thing. There are lots of great places though. You'll be able to turn him around on this trip, I think. Some of them, some of the lounges actually have some good bourbon to choose from. Um, oh, check out Homecoming too. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. It, please let me know at br guest Mike on Instagram or Twitter or Threads, and I'll retweet these. And again, we'll add those to to, to next Wednesday show. Tim again is helping us out here on Facebook in the live chat. Says bourbon adjacent, but the smoking mirror at Artist Point is great. He says, but it uses Johnny Walker, which I don't drink that much. So I don't know what that means, but I guess it's a different kind of bourbon or drink. I don't know the smoking mirror though at Artist Point. You know what? Geyser Point might be a good place to hop over for Magic Kingdom. Would that be a good place? I, mm -hmm. I just like that place. I don't know. So we'll find out. We have lots of listeners who are very knowledgeable when it comes to mixed drinks. So we'll get that. For sure. You. All right. We have a question. Check this out. We have a question from somebody named Ricky, and it's not you. Oh, it's wow. R-I-C-K-I. Okay. So who spells, here's the deal. Who spells their name right? Is it you or them? I 
mean, R I C K I or I K K I. That's interesting. That's a fight. I That's know. a fight. Interesting. Hey, be hey, our guest podcast team. We're planning our first family trip to Disney World from April 29th to May 9th or 10th, 2024. It'll be myself, my husband, and our two daughters that are 10 and 7. We're traveling from Alberta, Canada, and staying. Nice. At, we're popular with the Canadians today, and staying at Pop Century. We're considering moving to a deluxe hotel for our last two nights to take advantage of extended evening hours, those deluxe extended evening hours. I have a few questions. Number one, oh, it's a it's a would you it's one it's like one or the other. So pay attention. Number one, would you choose a deluxe hotel and extend evening for two nights at the end of the trip, or the oars in all caps? Would you stay at Pop the whole time and pay for an after hours party if one is ex one is announced for when we're there? Ooh, that's a good question. So would you? Like do a split where what? the last two nights you stay like at a beach yacht, uh, you know, wilderness lodge or something like that and hope to go to those extended deluxe after hours or do an after hours event and stay at pop the whole time. What what date did they say? They're going to be there from April 29th to, to May 10th. But I don't know. This came in a couple days ago. I don't know if anything's been announced for that time, but they're, they're hoping well, something might be. So let me look to see what the Disney After Hours schedule currently is, because uh, that'll make things, you know, that'll make a difference on what. Now I know why your computers never work, because you type so dang rough, man. You're like, I, rah, 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 you, rah, rah, you like the Flintstones. You're not the only person who tells me that. Dude, actually. you're like Fred Flintstone. You're like, yeah, I hear that a lot, actually. Uh, what what date are they looking at? Again, April 29th. Our listeners are like, he just said it three yeah, times. April 29th yeah, yeah, yeah. to May 10th. Everybody's like, Ooh, we yeah, know when the Ricky's going on her trip. That far, as far as the calendar is concerned for <laughs> Disney After Hours. The last date they have is like early April. So that's April 10th is the last one they have. So um, this is kind of hypothetical. What would you do? I might. I would go with the deluxe. I do the split because you get yeah. the, you get the different hotel. It's a different. 100%. It's like a. It's something to look yeah. forward to at the well, end of the trip. Plus, you get to extend your trip. Hello, yeah. it's Disney Map. Well, no, I mean, yeah. I think they're going to stay the same amount of days. But I mean, you know, like say you're staying a long time. I mean, they're staying there for almost two weeks. So staying at Pop Century for two weeks. I love Pop Century. But, you know, after like 10 nights at Pop Century, it'd be cool to look forward to like a Wilderness Lodge or an Animal Kingdom Lodge or a Yacht Club and go over to Stormalong Bay for a couple of days and have that evening of deluxe after hour party to look forward to. You know, or just the, you know, it's not party, but the ex, you know, the extra hours. I would totally do a deluxe because then you could take advantage. It's something to look forward to as the trip comes to an end. I agree. I'd split it. I'd totally yeah. do. Okay. So that's that. Number two. Do you think extended evening hours for Magic Kingdom will be Wednesday nights in May? So she's trying to guess the schedule. I don't even I don't even know when they normally are. Are they always have they been lately in May, Ricky? The extended the hours. Um, they they typically have the same pattern, uh, but uh, evening extra hours. Hold on, please. Sorry, this is why we should have. Yeah, heads up sometimes yep. um extended evening theme park hours so as of right now they are usually on probably wednesday yeah nights. yeah i would say that that's probably going to be the, the right pattern for sure okay and her yeah. third question or last question is if we did the deluxe for two nights which property would you suggest booking 
we would be looking to do extended evening hours, hopefully a Wednesday night at the Magic Kingdom, and also looking for a good pool and water slide, yacht, yacht and beach. Um, my girls definitely love water slides. We are definitely looking at the lower price range per night at Deluxe, so perhaps Wilderness Lodge, Old Key West, Saratoga Springs. Thanks for all you guys do in the team. Thanks for all you and the team do. We're excited to finally find a time to go. I have a cheerleader, so trying to book a long trip between her school cheer team and all-star team is tough. I hear you. It's impossible. We have one week we can go on a cruise this summer, hopefully. And that's when I booked it. So hopefully, you know, for the love of God, that's not that's our dead week. We'll see. Uh, I've learned so much from listening to y'all and can't wait to get to Florida. We go to Disneyland more regularly. Ricky. So that's awesome. And good luck and cheer this year to your daughter as well. Um, so, you know, I think you can catch maybe Yacht Club on a discount because if your kids are into water slides, Storm Along Bay, man, it's a water park and it's only two nights. I would do that even though you're going to the Magic Kingdom, but you really can't go wrong with any of the deluxes. I mean, Pam, what do you say? That's what I, I was going to say, too. I mean, I think that the pool area there is so good. Um I, I just think it is my second uh, my second choice would be maybe Wilderness Lodge because there's great pools there too there and you have the boat which is always awesome um, who doesn't love a boat and you get to take that over to the Magic Kingdom too Ricky because I mean, Wilderness Lodge I mean it does have a pool there's a slide to the feature pool and the feature pool is cool because it's got the geyser kind of you can see the yeah. geyser there yeah. i mean it is it's pretty sweet and it's got kind of the hotel kind of wraps around it like animal kingdom lodge as well um but i mean if you really like water slides your your girls your kids will go crazy oh, yeah. over the flying jib slide over at oh, Storm yeah. Long Bay. yeah 100%. i mean absolutely I, I, i'm the world's club. biggest kid and i love that thing I think Yacht Club would be the best choice, but then again, um, you know, you you I know that Wilderness Lodge usually has uh, pretty is one of the lesser expensive hotels that's a deluxe hotel, so that might be one that you look into as well. Uh, the pool's obviously not as grand, but you know, I'd look at the costs between the two. I'm guessing. If, okay, so I'm looking for that time of year, so like late spring. I'm guessing that if you went with like Resort View at both places. For two nights, the difference between Yacht Club and Wilderness Lodge, you're probably looking at probably $300 difference-ish. I'm just estimating in my head ballparking because, you know, I don't know. I'm not looking at the prices right now, but it, it's probably about $300 difference. And I mean, by the time you look at the cost of your vacation, you know, the big chunk from flying down, your meals for 10, you know, you guys are almost here for two weeks, your stay at the Pop Century. Look at the percentage of what three hundred dollars is. You know, just that. I mean, I'm not saying that's not a lot. It, it could be, but I'm just saying that that's the calculation you might want to just think about. So there you go. I, you can't go wrong though. It's a great question, and have fun. All right, we've got a question here, and I think it's going to be the last one of the day, and it is from Kevin in the live chat. What are your guys' thoughts on split stays? Looking at May trip, we're booked at the Boardwalk, but considering moving for part of the trip to the contemporary is it worth the disruption mid vacation to move resorts uh pam would say yes for sure <laughs> i, I, I do i do it, it all the time yeah you I mean you're you're very much a, a fan of splits i am too but i think it also depends on the trip so go ahead pam it is and uh, one of the things that ricky mentioned earlier the packing cubes is actually what makes my ability to change resorts so easy um we you know 
packing and unpacking is so much quicker with that. And we just are typically keep things organized to begin with. So that's the way we do it. Um, and I think it depends too on the way that you vacation. Um, just, you know, how much stuff you bring with you and, and all of that really sort of impacts that. The thing to note, the downsides, I guess, about a split stay is that the day that you're checking out of your first hotel and moving to your second hotel, you'll have a period of time where you'll be essentially homeless, yep. right? Because you'll probably have to be out of your first hotel, but your the room at your next hotel will not be available. If you're going to the park anyways, not really a big deal. Um, if you're not, if you're planning on just hanging by the pool and you're content with that, knowing that you may not have a room until the, the check-in time, which is three or four o'clock, depending on your resort, then again, not a big deal. But for some, this is like, you know, a deal breaker for them that they just can't really deal with that part. So just know that. Um, and other than that, Disney will still assist with moving um, if you choose to do stuff. I don't like to have the luggage like out of my control. Like I want to know it's going to be at the next hotel. So if we have rented a car, we'll drive it over. Or if not, we'll Uber over and drop our luggage at the second hotel just to make sure that everything is there. And we're all set to check in as soon as that room's available. But I really enjoy doing that. It's almost like you get two vacations in one. You get to experience two hotels, um, it, it just, it gives you different access, especially if they're in different locations, like maybe one's closer to Epcot or one's closer to Magic Kingdom. And I think that makes a difference. Um, also, it just, I think that the resorts are one of the best parts of the vacation. So I want to experience as many of those as I can. I totally agree with that. The only other things I would say is if it's a shorter trip and time's of the essence, you might not want to deal with losing time on a really short trip with transitions. Race weekends, not an ideal if you're a runner time to do a, to do a, uh, a split because obviously you got wonky schedules like you're, you know, you, you got to be checked out like by 11 o'clock and, you know, you're finishing a race at 1030 and it's really stressful, but that's a bad time. Also, if you're on a really sweet package discount, like where you're getting something for the, the duration of your stay, a split then is going to cause you to, the way it usually works is you're going to have your package on the front end. So you get your tickets and all your stuff on the front end. You're going to have a room only on the second half and the tickets will continue throughout the entire stay. But then that would mean, so if you have like a dining package, it would not continue for the room only. So, I mean, just things like that. I mean, it might not be a big deal because you might be fooded out after seven days or something, you know, and then you just buy a couple of meals and you just, you know, counter service it or you snack it, you know, I mean, you're not going to starve at Walt Disney world. I mean, it's fun to just snack around. Um, but you know, just things to think about, but like Pam said, I mean, I think as Disney fans, we all kind of have that fantasy of like, we want to, we want our head in the bed at every hotel. You know, we just want to have that experience. We want to see what it's like. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that gives you the opportunity, you know, that way when you go home, you're like, you have memories from not only Coronado, but maybe a couple nights at Riviera. So good stuff. All right. Well, we're going to jump out of here. We're going to be back on Friday, actually tomorrow to so see, you know, we didn't have a call-in show on Sunday night because uh, Paige's basketball team was in town this past Sunday. They came down from Chicago to play the St. Louis University Billikens. Unfortunately, lost the game because they couldn't hit their free throws. <clears throat> hope Paige isn't listening to this. They'd hit the free throws. They'd have won the game. But wow. <laughs> killed me. They played a really good game. But since we didn't have a live call-in show, I'm putting something else on the feed tomorrow. It's a free preview of our Patreon show from this past week. So you get to hear... 
my thoughts on my big birthday this week and some other stuff. So you get a free preview of the Patreon show. So you get to check that out. Mike in the Midwest tomorrow on the feed. And then on Friday, we're going to be together and we're going to talk about some of our favorite big promotions Disney's done and celebrations in the parks from the past. And then talk about what Disney might be able to do this summer. Like I know they're probably not going to, but what could we come up with? that might spark us to just get super fired up with some of the, you know, the IP that's out there right now, or maybe go lean back on some nostalgia that would get us excited to, to really have a fun summer. And uh, I, I have a, a big one that really hit home with me that you really wouldn't expect. So come back for that on Friday. So until then, we're going to jump out of here. Don't forget, we're standing by to help you plan a great vacation over at the Magic for Less Travel. Really, we do that every day, all day. Over at themagicforless.com, Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney. It's fun. We love helping you plan great trips. Our guests come back and they say, wow, you know, thank thank goodness we got that tip, you know, six, six weeks ahead of the trip because it really kind of saved our skin. We didn't know that we had to prepare for that. And it really made us think about, oh, I'm glad we packed this because we needed that. We would have never remembered or thought about that. You know, it's little things like that. We're going to get you the same cost booking directly through Disney and you get lots of little goodies along the ways and support a small business at the same time. It really makes you feel good. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link during this holiday season. It supports everything we do throughout the year. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And if you'd like to support the show on Patreon, starting at just $5 a month, come on over to Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast give us a follow on social media ricky's at ricky nibs i'm at be our guest mike pam's at tmflt pam and we will have a live call and show this sunday night scott and i'll be there taking your calls and uh on facebook youtube twitter and twitch so join us sunday night we're gonna have a good time promise the guy on small world probably will not come up but can't guarantee it because the phone lines will be open and uh, is the, the cards and the ornaments still open it's still they are over. yes uh they are open for another the cards are open until the 6th of um december and then the ornaments i believe are open They're, they close just a little bit earlier they close on the first so signups are until the first so we gotta just just get it in on by friday so cool. hurry up check the socials got time yep. it's wednesday and it's awesome i mean i have Right here. I, I know you can't see it unless you're watching the feed here, but you can go to you. Remember, these every show has video. You just go to youtube.com slash BRGS podcast. I mean, I splurged $19 for this 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 lighting package to make our video feed look festive this year. And actually, <laughs> I can make this little elf pop up here on the side. Uh, let's see here. What can I do? Uh, how about snowman? Boom. Right there. It's festive. Look at that. It's awesome. So, Come check it out, youtube.com slash podcast. But even on my tree right here, I have singing lizards on my Christmas tree here in the studio. Where did I get that? From Hawaii, oh, yeah. from George Definitely. in the ornament exchange. They're lizards singing Christmas carols. Hello. That's because of this Christmas, this ornament exchange. So get in on that. You never know what you'll get. It's wild. Uh-oh. I don't know what I just did. I think I just lost everything. Anyway, we're here. All right. We're going to be back on Friday before I push any more buttons and make stuff disappear. So for Ricky and Pam, I'm Mike wishing you a great Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.